Hey everybody, welcome to the Film Pigs. It's a podcast. It's about movies. I'm your host this time around. I'm Todd. I'm here with Steve. Which and Steve. Keeping it tight in 2017. (laughs) What's up, Steve and Steve? Hey guys. Uh, This is gonna be a great hey man. Uh, this is going to be a great show, you guys. It's going to be really, really great, really wonderful. Uh, let's start the way we always start. Oh, with yeah. yeah, let's start with a segment we call Movie News. That's right. Our crack team of reporters have uh, hit the streets uh, to find out the latest dirt uh, about what's going on in the movie biz. Steve Falk, what's going on in the movie biz? Well, um, uh, my crack team of news reporters came up with this little tidbit that... Um, a woman recently uh, stabbed her dad to death after watching The Mummy with Brendan Fraser. What? What? Yeah. Um, and she, she said, I got played by Hollywood. In a movie, someone who can't love someone else, they stabbed their father. She's clearly crazy. Uh, she well, was let's, like, let's wait till we get all the facts. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a little crazy. Uh, uh, stabbed her dad after watching The Mummy. Wait. And then was like disappointed that, that the Hollywood led her astray. Who sta- stabbed her dad in that This movie? girl, this girl, this That's woman. That's crazy. Yeah, and the like, mummy, like the princess stabs her? There's a couple stabbings in the movie, apparently. But who stabs their dad? Well, I don't know. Crazy people. But, um, but I mean in the mummy. I mean in the mummy. I don't remember anyone All I know is it'll be, interesting to, it'll be interesting to see how many people die after this new Tom Cruise uh, mummy redo. Um or at least, at least one executive is going to get stabbed. There's going to be a green lighting this turkey. A lot of people are just going to start crashing their planes into their dads. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know you couldn't crash your plane into your dad. I saw the Tom Cruise movie. But uh, yeah, that's uh, disturbing news. Brendan Fraser weird. kills people. What do you got, Scalp? I got uh, the revamped MTV Movie and TV Awards aired, and uh, they're had a best actor category but uh gender neutral it was there was no best male performance no best female performance just, just best, best actor. performance oh nice on for movie and tv mtv movie awards once again blazing new trails and setting uh important political socio-political i think I, I think it's dumb <laughs> <laughs> to separate to put men and women together why to sep to yeah to put them all together yeah, because you get two awards if it's a man and a woman, and also there's like so many more roles for men. Huh. It's you know unless it's you get to a point where there's some kind of parody. I think you could do like a best best actor and a best you know uh, female performance and male performance. You get a best overall performance. I guess if you want to, I just then you get more awards yeah. and you just have a I like more awards. Ostentatious show. I'd be I'd be bummed out. But, I like um, fewer awards. It's still new. But I will say MTV was not the first to do this. The broadcast critic circle did it. Oh. Which you're the worst my show was up for. And uh, Aya, I believe, was up for like best comedic performance with a bunch of guys and like Constance Wu or something. Oh, oh, oh yeah. okay. And Julia Woodrivers. Anyway, or something. That's cool. Who knows? All right. I have another piece of news. Oh. Were you done? Yeah. Uh, I had a meeting with uh, Chris Tucker the other day. Oh, how'd that go? So boring. (laughs) (laughs) He wasn't doing his character from Fifth Element? He literally had... I don't think he does that all the time. (laughs) He should. Chris, if you're a big fan of the film pigs, I apologize that you have to hear this from me. But you, you did not... You did not shine. There was not a lot of personality there. You're perfectly nice. Lovely gentleman. But he just... I kept engaged, trying to get him to like, I don't know, state opinions. Mm-hmm. He, he asked where I was from. He wasn't like just a dick, but I'd rather mm-hmm. be boring, but he was pretty boring. Oh, man. Yeah, that's, unfortunately. That's too bad. Sorry about that. That's I, sadness. I got a okay. bit of news. <clears throat> um, it's me. So my news is usually, yeah. uh, or at least quite often, I about, think I know what your news is about be. Steven Seagal. Oh, no. You thought he going to be whining about himself? <laughs> That's I, not, that's not I news. often, I often, that's not news. That's just my, that's tonight's theme. <laughs> Tonight. <laughs> well, all the episodes. All nights. Uh, Steven Seagal was banned from the Ukraine. Oh. Uh, he is now considered a threat to their national security because of his friendship with Putin. And they're all you can eat buffets. <laughs> <laughs> Stop fat shaming Seagal. <laughs> Seagal's the only person I uh, unapologetically fat shame. No, it's, I think that's okay. 
All right, that's uh, that's movie news, you guys. Oh, yeah. Let's move on to. That's right. It's time for our theme. We, we we talk about things on this thing, on this podcast. Grouped into one thematic uh, overall movie idea. Idea, right? So we always talk about insider stuff, like Hollywood stuff. Yeah, and we're basically I, very inside insider. It's we're because insider. we have we have such good sources. Like our like how how inside we were about like sea monsters uh-huh. last yeah. episode. We were right there inside. Was so of much, so much inside information that came. We were from scoopy. the belly of a whale. We were actually inside a whale. When yeah. We a little whale. That. Yeah, it was a small whale. It's no big deal. So I thought we'd talk about, uh, from the perspective of the outsider or the consumer. The layman. The, the layman, the moviegoer. Because I am one. I don't know about you guys. Joe moviegoer. Yeah, Joe moviegoer. And I, I consider, I'm Joe moviegoer. I think yeah. I'm Joe moviegoer. You're Joe moviegoer. Oh, we're all Joe moviegoer. But Joe moviegoer. I mean, I'm, a, I'm an elitist. You're, You're Joseph I'm in the bubble. You're a... <laughs> Joaquin. You're a fancy <laughs> moviegoer. You do go to those expensive places with the couches and the food. Not always, but sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. I yeah, like that's it. a. It's lead. because he's better than us. Yeah, I'm just average. No, too. it's because I'm I'm I, I'm too sleepy to go to a movie and dinner, so I have to <laughs> combine them. You got to get it all uh, out of the get way them all out. in a couple hours. I get yeah. it. So I was thinking about. All the technologies we have, all the different ways we can watch. We do have so many technologies. So many technologies. There's so many technologies. (laughs) There's this technology and that technology. And where does it start and end? I don't know. And what's in the middle? (laughs) Some other kind of technology. Obviously. It's a spectrum of technologies. It's (laughs) untenable. All these different ways to watch movies. But yet, there's still movie theaters. That feels anachronistic. Yeah. There's movie theaters, even though you don't need to go to a movie theater to see the movies, and movies come out every week in the theater. Yeah. As we have said multiple times on our web series that I don't know what what happened to that. When Netflix is putting out eight Adam Sandler movies in the next few years, why? And they got a Will Smith movie. Why does anyone need to go to the Brad Pitt movie? Oh, right. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and De Niro. I'm Brad Pitt. I look stupid. Yeah. That one. De Niro's been going straight to video <laughs> for years. Yeah. Title. It didn't test well. No, it didn't. <laughs> it's called like Sergeant Bilko too. Or something. <laughs> I've seen I've seen the posters. It looks fucking retarded. Sorry, I shouldn't say that. So it so looks goddamn retarded. So there's a lot of movies that come out every weekend, Better? right? You guys, right? Yeah. There right? are there are at least lots. At least three major releases, and then often, a couple minor, and then like one or two, like in one or two theaters, right? That are often cross. No more than that, like five. Or yeah. But like, if you're talking three to six movies being released every weekend, you can't go to all of them. I can't. You can't. You do, you don't have the time. Why would, you don't have the how, money? Well, I got how? the time. So if you're gonna go to the theater, you have to choose you which. Gotta probably choose. which one. Yeah. It's a real, Tops a real Sophie's choice. Yeah, and how do you know? So I was thinking about everybody has a tier system, uh-huh. right? You go, well, I got to go see, like for me, uh, Fast and the Furious, uh, it's part a eight. List. I had to go see that in the theater. You have to. Because you, you can't experience the dumbness of those movies on a small screen. Not if you want to get like the full dumbness. No, you have to get the full dumbness on a big screen. Yeah. So that I chose that. But there were other movies that came out that weekend right. that maybe I was interested right. in. So I said Like what? Uh I can't remember which that was like a couple weeks ago already. Well you just offered that there were yeah, others. Yeah, no, we assumed you well, had prepared was, some lists. Uh, well, I hadn't prepared a, a list, but you know, other movies come out and yeah. you go you go, "Well, I want to see this in the theater, but I also really want to see this." Mhm. And What's, so you say, yeah. I think well, you're, you're doing a real good job outlining the problem. Right. So then you go, well, I'll wait till this point to see that one. Right. It would like, uh, like I might not see yeah. one and see it later. I'll wait until they premiere it on VOD right. slash uh, Blu-ray, whichever right. their deal is. You know what a good title first. for a movie would be? What? What movie should we go see? <laughs> That would be a good movie. It's like a dude, where's my car kind yeah. of uh, comedy. And they never get to the movie. Right. Yeah. They're trying to get it's to the movie. It's very confusing. Yeah. Yeah. And they don't know. It's like one, one of those Seinfeld like, restaurant episodes. Mm. So one, one of those. So you yeah. you choose which one you see in the theater, and then you choose which one you're going to see as soon as it's available elsewhere. Right. You know? And then there's the ones that you wait until you know it comes to uh, a Netflix 
or Hulu, or it comes to pay cable. Or Redbox. And then, Back or when, Red Netflix, Box. when Netflix that. actually still like got movies. Decent movies, yeah. Now, right. who does? Like, Hulu gets the good ones? HBO. HBO. Well, yeah. I mean, these are these are all FX. the options. Well, but FX... If, they buy a lot of movies. Well, yeah, but their movies, don't they cut them up and put commercials in them? I mean, because to me, that's the last Probably. tier. Like, that is the bottom. That's the barrel. bottom No, tier. Airplanes. <laughs> Oh, airplane! But airplanes get stuff soon. But there's more that you'll watch but on an airplane. But they also won't cut them on the airplane. I, I think you're right. It's it's you a lower. You can't come on an airplane. No, they'll cut them on an airplane. Oh. Yeah, come all over an airplane. They... I mean, they'll beat you up and take, <laughs> drag you off. But so, you guys like coming? You ever on... come on an airplane? But it has nothing nothing to do with coming. It has to I'm, do I'm with never, they need. I've never seats. come on. An airplane. I never come on airplanes. I usually because I don't know something about the altitude or whatever that makes me feel gassy. <laughs> Oh, I was going to say. Oh, did you're a fart. You're busy crop dusting the plane. I'm like crop yeah. dusting the plane. Or just drum. Or I try to drum it into the seat and I just cross my legs and hope it'll dissipate enough before I uncross my legs. Those seats must be farty. They're super farty. It's just like, why does this plane smell like diarrhea? <laughs> and Anderson's uh, been on. You can't, get, can't get rid of it. We're just going to have to bolt, undo yeah. the bolts on the seat, get rid of the whole thing. 15G, uh, Anderson. <laughs> so... So I was going to ask you guys, what's your tier system? Like what? What? Well, I like. How do you choose? First off, I go for uh, if it's a big spectacle movie that is going to have lots of big crazy action that I'm interested in seeing. That will that will bump up my desire to go out to the theater to see it on the big screen, like Guardians of the Galaxy. Sure. Um, you know, I went and saw that. Uh, How was it? I liked it. It's a it's a good if you like the first one. There's no reason you won't. How's uh, Baby Groot? Baby Groot's a little overused, but not too much. It's how's how's the, how's the, the the Limitless Raccoon? Funny. They still like the cast like still still has the same kind of chemistry and, and funness. Batista and uh, he's still pretty hilarious. How is yeah. Steve Agee? Steve Agee's fantastic. Is he in a lot of it? Yeah. Nice. Oh yeah, yeah, he's, he's, yeah. Friend of show yeah. Steve Agee has a big role in Guardians of the Galaxy Two: Colon Volume Two. Yeah, he's one of the the Ravagers, one of the space he's a pirates. Nice. And, nice. Uh, so, he looks crazy in it. Yeah. So uh, and, and you know it's also so it's God a big spectacle laden hey, uh, event. Lots of special effects. Lots of big vistas and and. Uh, uh, action scenes plus the new guardians you know if you're in into the technical side i think they he gunshot it on like the red 8k like so the picture's actually really sharp like what was the last sharper than you normally see which helps her all the cg what was the last like drama you know academy award nominee type movie that you felt compelled to go see on the big screen i gotta see fences on the big screen I got to see Moonlight on the big screen. Uh, I went. I saw uh, 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 Hidden Figures. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And why did you feel like you needed to see that? Because I like screen? that. I like that story, and I like na- oh, like uh, old school NASA uh, era stories. And so that was. And it was also that was a super unique, unknown uh, take on it. And uh, so that was that. That got me in the seats there. Okay. And uh, and and what what have you pushed? To you know, uh, early video slash uh, you know premium cable release. Um, usually it's so like, you were still kind of excited. Yeah, to yeah. I mean, if it's like a smaller thing, like I mean, for example, like I probably there hadn't been like lots of plumbing work going on in my apartment. Mm-hmm. I probably wouldn't have gone to see Free Fire <laughs> in the theater. I probably would have uh, like rented that because um, it was a smaller, more intimate. Uh, crime thing, crime show that I think I still would have enjoyed as much, uh, you yeah. know, on my on my you know largest t- largest TV. I went to see that in the theater specifically because I want to support wildly violent gun shows because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like them and I find them entertaining. But I still enjoyed the movie a lot. Jesus yeah, God. yeah, it's a fun movie. Um, and. Let me ask you this. So something that you like don't even you just push away completely. You're like, ah, I'm not gonna see that. But then you happen to be channel surfing and it happens to be there, you know? It's just on and you watch it. Have you ever been surprised by something you pushed? Oh, you mean to like, that like a low, movie I just said, eh, I'm not gonna see it. Yeah, like a low tier. Not even it's not even on a tier. It, you just push it you off. You just skip it and you then eventually it. it just shows up you start watching. Oh, yeah, that's all right. I'm sure I'm trying to think of an example, but I'm positive. 
Um, but I'd have to think of an example. I feel like that happens a lot to a lot of people. What about you, Steve? What's your tier system, Steve Falk? Falk. Um, I mean, you know, your 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 time gets more precious when you have a child mm-hmm. because I'm contributing to the world. Yeah. So I'm more important. Yeah, you are important. No, that's so a, really, you that's a to... really good point. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, I mean, so, okay. So m- going to the movie besides like one or two things is my favorite thing to do on the planet. Yeah. I can't even say those things on this podcast. It's a family show. Okay. Yeah, no, cuz we yeah. so we got a very very strong Yeah, we don't yeah, you know, we we're, we're rated like uh TV um G. Yeah. TV kids. It's like TV Phoenix. Yeah. Yeah. But we're not going to start not talking about milk animals or, or whatever. like or like yeah. sucking titties. Baby. We're start talking about that. <laughs> Sucking titties? No, I'm just saying we're not going to talk about it. No, no. As fun as they are. No, I love... So, that. aside from those things, movies is my favorite thing to do. Go to the go to the movies. Sure. Ten times more interested in going to the movies than watching it at home. Mm-hmm. Five, maybe. So you'd rather... Three, sh- if I make a fire and in I have the, some in popcorn. The yeah. Not my house. <laughs> Make a barrel fire in the aisle. <laughs> just wheel in a drum. There's just very little. I arc light kid. It's like, oh, what, sir, sir. I I found because I I'm probably mentally disabled that that the the uh, sudden influx of possibilities to watch from streaming from VOD from um, just downloading it from like iTunes. Uh, to um, the the screeners that I get every year as a member of four different unions, uh, makes it so that it, it cheapens the entire thing for me. Mm-hmm. It like like last Friday night, I spent like an hour looking through all my options from Hulu to Amazon, oh, yeah, that's, to Netflix to iTunes to uh, HBO Go to Showtime app. What's the par- paralysis of choice? I pra- it was total much. paralysis of yeah. choice. I ended up watching like a bad Netflix show that I don't even like. And it was a show, not a movie. Yeah, I didn't watch a movie. Yeah, because I was going to ask you guys that. How I was often? Just bummed out. Yeah, I have a whole bunch of screeners I haven't even watched from last year. Sure, I haven't seen Fences. Uh, so I am, I am disheartened. Even like. If I had a th- home theater, like a dedicated room mm-hmm. that had really good sound and a popcorn machine, maybe. But I don't want to like r- try to recreate something that I love, also that I want to support. Not that like AMC or Re- Regal needs my support. Yeah, necessarily. Well, I mean, how do you feel? You you bring up these chains, and I mean. There isn't a chain that I can think of, with with the exception of maybe an ArcLight or one of those Lemley. fancy theaters, that doesn't have sound and projection problems on a kind of regular basis. Well, so I, what does that do to you? Not a, not a whole lot because I'm I'm way more forgiving. I'm not a tech tech person necessarily. Right. I don't I don't freak out and I don't I don't. Um, Todd, you freak out. Oh, I will freak the. Fuck I, I out. you know yeah sure sometimes things are too low. Yeah, you know, or whatever. Um, or uh, I've been to a movie occasionally where it's not framed properly. Oh, that's awful. Or when they are one of these the theaters, they weird. they split uh, like it's half three D, half two D screenings, and they don't adjust the projector for the two D screening. Yeah, well, certain. I've I've had that. I I, I certainly felt that um, when I went and saw uh, what's the movie where the girl is behind the bookcase. Um, Interstellar. Yeah, Interstellar. <laughs> Right, wasn't it was that, either that or a Narnia, I guess. No, Matthew McConaughey was behind the book. Case. Wasn't the sound? Didn't he do this like weird sound thing with the movie? Who was the director of that movie? Nolan. Yeah, he did this weird sound thing. Like he didn't he have like classes for the projecting. Anyway, it, I found I it very remember. distracting, like the tech aspects of it, the, the Cinerama Dome, because that's a very specific theater. Oh yeah. yeah. Anywho, um, my you know so basically, my tier system is. When I can get a babysitter and we can agree on a movie, it usually tends to be big, dumb movies. Sure. A lot of comic book shit, which I don't even like that much anymore. Um, you know, or like I did see Fi- uh, Free Fire because uh, it's it's actiony and looked fun. Or I'll see an an- a good animated movie mm-hmm. in the theater. Um, but my tier system, like the movies I actually get really jazzed about aren't 
at like the theaters I want to go to necessarily. So I have to save like it, the smaller movies, smaller indie, yeah, indie pictures that are funky and yeah. they, they only play it like the yeah, sunset five yeah. or whatever. Yeah, exactly. And you're less likely to go to a sunset five. Uh, it's just not near me. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I would also, like to. They also don't let you set fires. In New York, in New York, I love to go into those theaters. Love them. But, um, I'm just less likely now with a kid. Yeah. To be, be, to be completely serious and unfunny. Yeah, I totally got it. Well, but also, what, I mean, even just, just the fact of trying to get to one of those theaters in L.A. Yeah. Without having to, before you even have to deal with getting a babysitter. Yeah, it, and it, it shouldn't be that big a deal, but it it, it becomes also the path, path of least resistance. Because I can go to these theater and be super comfortable and people bring me food and alcohol. Mm-hmm. Right. And then it's, it, it's hitting, like, more than just the normal pleasure center that I feel at the movies, and then, like, games games off. Well, it sounds like... I mean, I'm like the kid in six degrees of separation who just wants to wants to like get a blowjob while he's uh, well, when he fa- finds a fake home. He wants to combine all his pleasures. Sure, it sounds like we're all kind of. Well, on you didn't the ask me the other question. What was the other question? I don't know. You asked him like four questions. Well, before we move on, I just it's interesting that we all seem to have this in common that the movies that we go to see at the theater are generally dumber, louder, spectacle kind of movies. Um, I don't. It, we go for an escape. Yeah, we're escapist moviegoers. Yeah. Right, because our lives are are, are hard. They're, they're, that's the yeah. They're, I need more. Like like movies. grapes of wrath esque hard. <laughs> 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 so what what do you save for uh, for your HBOs and or your Hulus? Uh, things that I think are probably going to be accessible, um, smaller movies, uh, weirder movies, uh, foreign movies. I'll, um, I have a, like a running list of movies that I want to see. Sure. Um, that I just, I know I probably won't be able to get out to the theater to see it. Um, so it it tends to be that more specialty things or things that just are at one theater in LA, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not going to go to Santa Monica to see a movie. That happens to me a lot. Like I, I, it was weird because I wanted to see the, the, the story of Z. Right. You know, that adventure movie. Yeah. Uh, based on a true story, but Lost it wasn't. City, it was only playing in Burbank. I'm not fucking going to Burbank. Not, is for, is not for Charlie Hunnam. Come on. <laughs> I, I I used to play poker with Charlie Hunnam. I, I like Charlie Hunnam. He's fine. See, now we're doing but I'm not going to. Reversal. I'm not going to Burbank no. for no, him. I wouldn't go to Burbank for him. I probably played poker with him in Burbank though. Well, that's different. Yeah, yeah you're going for yeah. poker. Yeah. yeah. And let me ask you this. Like, as far as the stuff, if you're sitting in front of the TV, yeah. are you more likely to watch a TV show or are you more likely to put on a movie? A TV show. TV show. Yeah. I, I think it's about half and half with me because nice. I, I do like, uh, I actually like a lot, like a lot more like comedies, like studio comedies and things I save for uh home and rental or like mike Netflix and dave need wedding dates yeah that kind of thing so you know i'll, I'll, I'll watch those i also do like to i kind of like that movie i do oh like yeah to, i yeah. met with the director the other day he's really nice i thought it was funny jake Szymanski. i do there uh i also like to look at like on the netflixes see like the like the like the really like lousy or low budge sci-fi stuff to see you know once in a while you find one it's like oh that was actually a pretty good twilight zone yeah like 90 minute twilight zone episode yeah yeah uh but most of the time, it's like, wow, this is this is a slow. well. If you're a genre person, yeah. the stuff you're watching on whatever streaming service you have is so often it's garbage. Mm-hmm. You're well, you know, you're looking for diamonds in the yeah. rough. You know where the where the bar is the lowest. That's pretty low, but the bar is the lowest is on the airplane. Oh yeah, yeah. like like anything, just on an anything that makes an hour and a half go by. Yeah. Like I saw uh, Office Christmas Party, Office Christmas Party. Yeah, Office Christmas Party. I really liked it. It was fun. I, I couldn't tell afterwards if the bar was just low or that was a really good movie. Yeah, because I, I didn't like it. Yeah. Um, but, but you saw it in the theater. But I, no, or you paid for it. No, 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 I rented it. Really? No, I saw it in the... I can't remember. No. But, uh, but... But I, the reason I didn't like it was because I, I didn't like like I, the the you were stuck in a play the, the the generic script yeah. kind of stuff. I actually liked everybody in it, yeah. So I might actually like it better on a second viewing. Also, they ju- they just brought me uh, alcohol the whole time on the plane. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah that's cool. Well, if I'd been drunk, would have yeah, yeah, not a problem. It was good. Yeah, Office Christmas Party is a good movie to be drunk while you're watching. This it. was my mistake. Yeah, you failed there. 
Um, and so the, I guess finally the other question I have, and, and I know you guys are more technologically savvy than I am, but I, I, you know, if you're, do you, how often do you get excited about a movie that you can't get to? So you get it illegally uh, via the internet. Like, do you do that? I, I don't, I have, whoa, a couple times. Cause a lot of people do that. I I'll, do that. Like what I, what I do is, uh, I'll, if it's something I want to watch, I'll grab it and then uh, do a rental reserve on a red box mm-hmm. and just not pick up the disc, but I still get charged for the rental. Oh, okay. So you but see I, but it, I don't but wanna, then I you... don't want to have to go to the fucking red box box. Right. So you're paying the for money. it. Yeah. Oh, I get where you, yeah. It's carbon offset. I don't believe you. I do. That's crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. Well, I think you guys. But have the an- difference is, like, the red box is like it's like a like a buck and a quarter, buck fifty. How rental. far are you it's from that fucking Seven Eleven? Oh, it's oh, it's an easy walking distance. <laughs> you're like two blocks <laughs> but I don't from get a red up. box book. I want to get up. You're the closest person to a red box box ever. <laughs> I do not like getting up. What if we got it? We had a red box put right outside <laughs> your door. Then you know, probably fifty fifty. <laughs> like if I had to go, like, get my laundry. I love popcorn, you guys. <laughs> popcorn is good. Yeah. Yeah. I wish they had a wider range of snacks at movie theaters. You know? Like like, like more kinds of a sausage that give you diarrhea? Yeah. Uh, the Arclight has beer now. Yeah, no, I like that. I like that. Yeah, you, know? you can just yeah, you get can take a, the beer and get, or whatever. I wish we had an Alamo Draft House because it combines the like comfort of like iPick. With the like actual like dweeby movie going fanaticism yeah. of aren't they like, opening the up one downtown this year? Yeah, but I want to go down downtown. I know. Why do people open up shit downtown? They still there's this weird myth that cheap real it's, estate. Yeah, I don't know. I don't even know if it's cheap anymore. Well, yeah, it's all hipsters. fancy hipsters. Hipsters, yeah. Hipsters. That's why they're opening the Alamo Draft House there. Well, that was a fun discussion about tier systems. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, that's the official sounding music. That means it's time for us to adjourn ourselves to the courtroom to put a movie professional on trial for crimes against cinema to see if that professional will or will not be sentenced to the Robert De Niro penitentiary, which has maximum security and all that other crap. Oh, yay. Oh, yay. All courts, everyone to order. It's me. What? It's me. But I'm the bailiff this time. I just jumped in and said, it's me. <laughs> in the court. Hi, what's up, I'm prosecuting, prosecuting attorney, Steve Hey, everybody. So listen. <laughs> this is, it's it, the court is a morning is radio show. Irregular procedure. <laughs> well, I'll allow Thanks, it. Thanks, bud. Here's a toaster strudel, <laughs> bailiff. God, I love toaster strudel. Yeah. So well, so look. frosting. <laughs> So, Your Honor, this is a this is a, a seemingly out of left field uh, case that I'm bringing. Uh huh. But I swear I have a reason why it's timely. <laughs> okay. Though it might not seem timely. Sure. This actor began performing commercials at age of two. Mm. At age ten, he made a commercial uh, for British Columbia Hydro with Gilda Radner playing his mother. No oh. kidding. Yeah. At age 12, he made a guest appearance on the uh, TV show King of Kensington. He graduated from high school and was accepted into Second City, Canadian touring company of that. Oh, I got into First City. He later moved to the UK, where he was part of uh, the uh, comedy store in London. Mm -hmm. He debuted on SNL in 1989. Hmm. He went on to be one of the funniest cast members ever, in my opinion. Oh, with such uh, such hit recurring um, sketches as uh, as uh, Wayne's World, oh. Sprockets, oh. Coffee Talk, Dwarves, Dwarves, no big deal, yeah, no big deal. He made his movie debut or his his starring debut in '92's Penelope Spheres directed Wayne's World, based on the sketch, huge, mm-hmm. huge smash hit. Mm-hmm. Along with his SNL cohort, David Dana Carvey. Mm-hmm. Then he came right the next year, boom, boom. So I married, married an axe murderer, a weird, non sketch based uh, movie that I thought was quite funny, and Wayne's World 2. Waited a couple years, 
did um, uh, than he did in 1997 the wildly popular Austin Powers movie, mm. which launched a franchise. Mm-hmm. He did a movie called 54 that no one cared about, about oh, Studio right. 54. Right. A little bit of a disappointment, but boom, boom, came out with uh, AP 2 and 3. Mm. Meanwhile, in there, he did Shrek, which he famously re-recorded the entire movie because he wasn't happy with his performance. Stole his Scottish character from So I Married an Axe Murderer. Did it as that. It became a phenomenon that's still going with TV specials and, and theme park rides. and Can't stop and Shrek. More and more uh, DVD uh, movies. Uh, did a cameo in uh, View, View from the Top, a misfire Gwyneth Paltrow airplane stewardess movie. Oh my God! Wow, that I does not even register. Uh, then he then he tried to launch onto another big uh, big franchisey thing with uh, Doctor Seuss's Cat in the Hat, right? Oh. He famously like uh, a wooed uh, Theodore Geisel's uh, widow. If I could interject, yeah. <laughs> uh, my son was at a sleepover at his uh, friend's house, and his friend was like, "Oh, you got to see Cat in the Hat," and his friend's mom was like, "Oh yeah, we love Cat in the Hat." And so we watched Cat in the Hat and was polite about it. And when we picked him up, he was polite about it. And then as soon as we got in the car, he's like, I don't know what the hell they're talking about with Cat in the Hat. That's a terrible movie. Well, I hated it. <laughs> he was being polite. Well, your, kid, your kid's both polite and, and sharp. Uh, he went on to do a couple more Shreks. And then uh, he did a little movie um, called The Love Guru oh, boy. in 2007 or 8. Oh. Canada. Which was so bad, such a misfire. And he had also dragged those other franchises so thin that his career seemingly stopped. Now, the reason that I bring this up now, seemingly why he's left us alone for eight, nine years. Yeah, we thought it was, we thought it was okay. It's the 20th anniversary of Austin Powers, mm-hmm. and he's oh. been making rumblings about making Austin oh, Powers 4. No. Mm. But more disturbingly, this court, again, would leave him alone to dine on his past glory and stay quiet. If it weren't for the recent troubling development of him trotting out a character he's been quietly developing on Will Arnett covering for Jimmy Kimmel on mm-hmm. Jimmy Kimmel's show the, last week. Coupled with the news that Will Arnett, surprisingly, is EPing a redo of the Gong Show on ABC, oh hosted by this character. Oh boy! That Will Arnett himself interviewed on oh Jimmy Kimmel's show. I don't like. While this. Jimmy Kimmel was too busy to stop all this nonsense, it was a character named Tommy Maitland, English comedian. Uh, uh, which was Mike Myers in heavy makeup, playing it very straight. Mm-hmm. ABC's press release then on the Gong Show included a full backstory on this fictional character. What? No mention of Mike Myers, citing him as a retired community approach, a, a comedian approached by Will Arnett to host the show after being fan for years. So Will Arnett is a fan of this fictional character. Um, uh, my- Myers uh, appears to be taking this new gig very seriously. His extensive career in playing eccentric characters never pushed him to go as method as this, however. Uh, Maitland then gave an interview to the, in the same Hollywood Reporter article where his smoke and demeanor closely resembled Mike Myers. Uh, he even stated one of the Gong Show, Gong Show upcoming catchphrases, quote, Who's a cheeky monkey? And then the audience will go, you are. And I go, no, you're a cheeky monkey, and that's why I love you, said Mike Myers in in an English accent as Tommy Maitland. Your Honor, we're not for this troubling development. I'm so confused. This pre-shock, if you will. Proc. This this emission from Olympic Boulevard in Wilshire, Uh. this La Brea tar pit overflowing... (laughs) We would have left him alone. But when paired with his famous asshole behavior and his insistence on cramming characters down our collective throats, be it running them into the ground, Austin Powers, Wayne, Shrek, or simply creating deeply unfunny ones like Love Guru and expecting us all to rejoice, it makes one fear that if he has any success whatsoever with the gong show, (laughs) 
Mike Myers will not be satisfied keeping Tommy whatever the fuck limited to a lame ABC game show. I think this is our first case of pre-crime. Yeah, the, yeah. Movie the, pre-crime. This is Falk is a precog. I'm a precog. Get him, get him back He's into got, the solution. A, we, I think, I think we got a red get him ball. in the Vaseline bath. <laughs> we got a red ball. <laughs> If you, if you can't see uh, Judge Todd right now, he is swiping things in the air. He's got, glo- he's got gloves on. Oh, oh gosh! I'm gonna. Uh, I am rendering a verdict. <laughs> the verdict is guilty. I've moved my hands around. He is guilty. And here's what I'm going to do. Because I know because of the love guru and his love of guru-ish things, like he was inspired by Deepak Chopra, right? Mm-hmm. That's what inspired the love guru. Let's, let's say a, sure. Let's yeah, say it, it's, it's something like that. Um, so I, you know what I say? I say let's put him on the boat. Let's put him on the, the, the pig's or, or, the the pig pig or, or boat. Yeah, put uh, him on the I boat. I like it. Yeah, spiritual. I like uh-huh. it. Mike Myers, you have been, uh, if you're not going to say it, accused of crimes against humanity and cinema, and you are now on a boat. Yeah, bye bye. Enjoy, enjoy the <laughs> cheeky monkey. Cheeky monkey. Wait, hold on. Isn't it's cheeky ridiculous. monkey I mean, what he said? That was from uh, My Name Is Simon. He stole it from himself. Wait, what? Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. What's that? Oh, God. Is, that, that is? Is, that, is this another Mike Myers character? Is that the cat? Is that. Is that crab cake? Oh. This is troubling. Oh, Jesus. I know what that is. Why does this happen every single time? Every single time. Every time. It's Willem Dafoe, right? No, it's not Willem Dafoe. It is Nick Cage. Oh, right. I I don't mean to not yes and, but this is Nick Cage, and we can't mess around with that. And this is, it means it's time for the Nick Cage Memorial Bizarre Line Reading. Where is Nick Cage, by the way? Like, the memorial part is seeming to be more and more relevant. Um, he's still out there. Um, he he puts out a... He's in Steven Seagal land. He yeah, puts out working. a few... He's working Well, the weird thing is, is him and Cusack have been in multiple films together yeah. at this point. None sure. of which anybody has the, seen. The, the, yeah. They're the hotel room. Uh, <laughs> they're, uh, they're hotel buddies. Uh, Rock and Kevin Hart. Yeah, <laughs> of hotels. Because, because hotel movies. Because Nick Cage has his real estate problem, and John Cusack has crack crack problem. problems. Oh boy. oh boy, it's all very expensive to be a Hollywood movie star who's fallen on bad times. But remember, before Nick Cage passed, he was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> He was he was Wacky, bananas. But bananas, fun crazy, fun crazy, fun. the best. Like if in silly movies he would go way over the top. In in smaller movies he he was restrained but still bizarre, like uh, Raising Arizona. You know. Yeah. Um, so this segment is dedicated to line readings of that ilk I see. of yeah. the early yeah. Nick Cage <clears throat> ilk. So Skelton, yes. What's the bizarre line reading you've selected? I have a short but sweet monologue from a bizarre line reading favorite. Mm-hmm. It's a Dennis Hopper. Oh, a Hopper. Uh, it's a Dennis. Oh, we haven't had a lot of Hopper. Yeah, we have a lot it's of a Hopper. Dennis Hopper uh, in Apocalypse Now, and he's he's yelling about Colonel Kurtz to a captive Martin Sheen, and uh, I like to imagine that this is actually Sean Spicer's internal monologue. <laughs> this is class. This is this a classic. Is a great monologue. Yeah. I mean, what are they going to say, man, when he's gone, huh? Because he dies when it dies, man. When it dies, he dies. What are they going to say about him? What are they going to say? He was a kind man. He was a wise man. He had plans. He had wisdom. Bullshit, man. Am I going to be the one that's going to set them straight? Look at me wrong. Oh, is that it? That's it. Oh, okay. Really? Really, Todd? Short. Nice. <laughs> It was super short. Really, you couldn't you couldn't wait on the on the Guinness. Well, no, I wanted to settle in. I needed to keep. I was getting ready for a fun longer monologue. I said it was short. Yeah, I thought it was longer in the movie. Doesn't he go on for a while? I think he does, but I just was keeping it short. You keep it short. Well, it was great. What a a great performance! Yeah, it really is so indelible. Like Hopper is always like he's like always weird and crazy and strange and super direct and earnest. Yeah, at the same time, so he's always anything he does is always endlessly fascinating. Yeah, he was always a welcome presence. Uh, you know what that music means? Oh Christ! You guys ready to play a game? 
You ready? You ready? Ah. No. Give me a, that little pad over there and that little pen oh, from yeah. under the computer. I'm gonna keep score. Yeah. There we go. It looks like a little pen. Sure is. All right. I'm gonna put an F for Falk and an S for. What do I get an F? Skelton, because your last name is Falk. Oh. Um. So this game is called Tag or Not. It's a simple true or false game. Okay, good. I'm going to tell you the name of a true. movie. And I'm going to tell you the tagline of the movie. And you tell me whether that actually was the tagline or nice. was it not. That's simple. So, for example, if I say, was the tagline of the movie Alien in space, no one can hear you scream. You would say that's... I would say that's I'd say true. true. And yeah. then you would be correct. So that's all this is. Um <clears throat> Do you guys care who goes first? Should we Rochambeau it? Rochambeau? No, just... we. I don't care. Okay. Uh, Want me to spin something? Yeah. yeah spin, something to spin. Spin something. Yeah, yeah. Spin, spin, spin it. Spin it. There's a little, a little game, a little ball game. Uh -huh. Do you want maze or no maze? Maze. Oh, I got maze. You got maze. So Skelton goes first. Sweet. Skelton. Yes. Was the tagline for the 40-year-old virgin... The longer you wait, the harder it gets. True. That is correct. Steve Falk was the tagline for Alien versus Predator. Whichever wins, we lose. Yes, true. That is false. <laughs> what? The tagline, <laughs> yeah. The tagline was whoever wins. We lose. Oh, wait, so you're just I, you, changing one uh, uh, word? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, you didn't, yeah. All right. I'm I, not asking you whether or not there are sharks in these movies. I truly feel like you should have told us. Oh, that was, yeah, that was cruel. But there's 66 of these. So I, I figured you, you'd get some wrong. And there's then you, 66 yeah, of these? Yeah, here we go. We got to keep okay, going. Okay, that's my major objection now. Skelton. What? Was the tagline for Kill Bill Volume 2, The Bitch is Back? False. That's correct. Falk was the tagline for eight-legged freaks, eight legs, two fangs, and an attitude. True. No, that's false. It, that was the tagline for arachnophobia. Oh. For fuck's sake. Uh, Steve Skelton was the tagline for Deep Impact, Earth, It Was Fun While It Lasted. False. That is correct. That was the tagline for, for Armageddon. Armageddon. Stephen Falk was the tagline for Army of Darkness... Trapped in time, surrounded by evil, low on gas. True. That is correct. Falk is on the board. Steve Skelton yeah. was the tagline for the Big Lebowski. Her life was in their hands. All they have now is her toe. True. False. What? It was her life was in their hands. Now her toe is in the mail. This is bullshit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but... Todd was just too lazy to make up a plausible no, tagline, like so he just me, like changed the word. About the shark thing, and he did his own version. Of I the like guy. the shark thing. That was fun. <laughs> Falk was the tagline for Boogie Nights. This is the big one. Uh, I'm gonna say false. That's correct. The tagline was "Everyone has one special thing." Oh, you made it up. Okay, I take it back. I apologize. Uh, that was cynical of me. Yeah, at some of they go. It's all over the place. Uh, Skelton yeah. was the tagline for the movie Buffalo Soldiers. War is hell, but peace is fucking boring. False. Uh, no, that is true. Uh, Falk was the tagline for Confessions of a Dangerous Mind. This true, excuse me, the true story of a real fake. True. No, that's false. That is actually the tagline for Catch Me If You Can. Uh, Steve Skelton yes. was the tagline for Chicken Run, Escape, or Die Frying. True. That is correct. It's too good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Stephen Falk was the tagline for Christmas with the Cranks, You'll Crack Up. It was indeed. <laughs> no, it was not. What? That was what? the tagline for Christmas Vacation. Son of a cunt. Uh. Uh, Steve Skelton was the tagline for the movie Waiting. Just because they serve you doesn't mean they like you. True. False. That was the tagline for Clerks. Stephen Falk. Oh, God damn it. Was the tagline for Cool Runnings, One Sled, Four Jamaicans, 20 Below Zero. True. 
No, it's false. <laughs> the tagline is one dream for Jama- Jamaicans 20 below zero. <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this is horrible. Stephen, Stephen Skelton was the tagline for Friday After Next. See it with a bud. False. That is correct. That was the tagline for Dazed, Dazed and Confused. Steve Falk. I mean, it's really that you've done over 60 of these is what's egregious. Steve Falk was the tagline for The Hangover. After a night they can't remember comes a day they'll never forget. Comes a day they'll never forget. You know, yes, true. No, false. That's the tagline for Dude, Where's My Car? So everyone's fault. Okay. Uh, Fine. (laughs) Steve Skelton was the tagline for Dumb and Dumber for Harry and Boyd. Every day is a no-brainer. Yes, true. False. It's for Harry and Lloyd. Every day is a no-brainer. Fuck you. Fuck you. Hey, you guys get mad when I just do the things where I judge you. Uh, This is... Uh, Steve Falk was the tagline for the movie Casper. His story will... uh, Oh, wait. Okay, sorry. Uh, Typo. Was the tagline for Casper, his story will touch you even though he can't. Is that the tagline for Casper? His story will touch you. Yeah, I'm just going to say true for everyone. True. Uh, No, that's false. That's the uh, tagline for Edward Scissorhands. So literally everyone is... Okay. All right, so six in a row have been false. Uh, Steve Skelton was the tagline for Aaron Brockovich. She brought a small town to its feet and a huge corporation to its knees. True. That is correct. Steve Falk. True. (laughs) The odds, yeah. Come on. Come on. Try. No, now at this point, six have been false in a row, so I'm just going to say true. A simple plan. Was the tagline for a simple plan, a lot can happen in the middle of nowhere. True. That's Fargo. False. There you go. <laughs> You're starting to catch on through your bitter haze. Uh, Steve Skelton, Ferris Bueller's Day Off was the tagline, one guy's struggle to take it easy. True. False. It's one man's struggle to take it easy. Steve, this is bullshit. Steve Falk <laughs> was the tagline for Finding Nemo. There are 3.7 trillion fish in the ocean. They're looking for one. False. No, that was true. Uh, Steve Skelton was the tagline for A Fish Called Wanda, A Tale of Murder, Lust, Greed, Revenge, and Seafood. True. That is correct. Steve Falk. Good, so you didn't change one minor word in that one. Good. Well, you guys are assholes. Uh, Steve Falk was the... (laughs) You made seven in a row of mine false. But I didn't know who was going to get what. I didn't know who was going to get what. No, Uh, yeah, he was hoping it was going to be me because of the fucking shark thing. Steve Steve Falk was the tagline for the movie The Boogeyman, Be Afraid, Be Very Afraid. The Boogeyman. Uh, False. That's correct, because that was the tagline for Cronenberg's remake of The Fly. Steve Skelton was yeah. the tagline for the movie Hamburger Hill. Vietnam can kill me, but it can't make me care. False. That's correct. It's, it's a tagline. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. I do that. Steve Falk was yeah. the tagline for Gattaca. There is no gene for the human spirit. Oh, man. Like, I feel like that was like the island or some other fake one, but I'm going to say true. You are correct. That was the tagline for Gattaca. Stupid Ethan Hawke movie. Steve Skelton uh, was the tagline for Monty Python's Life of Brian. Does my gluteus Maximus look big in this? False. That is correct. That's from a movie called Gladiatress. Gladiatress. Yeah. Well, you got it right. Jesus. No, you're saying fuck off to gladiators. Oh, oh yeah, that's stupid. Yeah, that's what uh, Hey, Steve Falk, was the tagline for Gremlins, Here They Grow Again? No, that'd be Gremlins too. That is correct. That was a fucking trick question. No, I got it. No, he got but it right. he was trying to trick you. Well, no, but, that, but that's the whole point. I got it. Is... Hey, Skeleton? Yes. But you, you should have said at the beginning... The, the, some of the differences are very small, you know. Do what are you a Trump supporter? Do I have to handhold you through everything? I mean, come on, you caught on, you get it now. We've got a long I'm way Trump-y. to go. Jesus Christ! <laughs> we gonna be in this car for a while. Yeah, <laughs> just strap in. 
hassle with it. I mean, we're the 66. Jesus. All right, I'm no, rolling down the window and I'm just doing this I'm not with my hand. To, I'm not here to take care of you. I mean, we're not even halfway done yet, are we? Steve, Steve Skelton. Steve Skelton. Yeah. It's a good point. Was the tagline for Gross Point Blank, even a hitman deserves a second shot? False. No, that's true. Shit. Remember he needed a second shot with Mini Driver. Why are you getting a bat out? Put that bat away. I'm just holding it. Now I'm scared. I'm going to hit you with a bat. (laughs) I don't know. Hey, uh, Steve Falk. (laughs) Uh, Was the tagline for Highlander 2, The Quickening, There Can Be Only One? Wasn't it the first one? I'll say false. Yeah, that's correct. Um, there can be only one. Steve, there can be only one. I am the last one, <laughs> which is very similar. Steve Skelton. Who's a man now, dog? Steve Skelton no, was the yeah. uh, tagline for Hot Shots Part Jew, Just Jew It. Uh, oh. True. Yes, yes. That's correct. That's, that's too stupid to not be true. Um, Steve Falk <laughs> yeah. uh, was the tagline for the remake of House of Wax on May 6th. Paris will fall. I'm going to say false. That is correct. The actual tagline was on May 6th. See Paris die. Uh, was the tagline Steve Skelton for I am legend. The last man on earth is not alone. True. That is correct. I like I am legend. A I lot. did like that. That was a good one. It is. Uh, about the three, uh, three or more. How many? Is it more than three or just three versions of? Uh, there, are th- there are the three. Price, There's the, the Last Man on Earth, a Mega Man, Mega and, Man. and yeah, I Am Legend. Legend. They're all fun movies yeah, too. I like them all. Uh, Steve Falk was the tagline for Independence Day. Earth, take a good look and say goodbye. False. That is correct. The tagline was take a good look. It could be your last. Uh, Steve Skelton. Yes. Was the tagline for Jarhead? Mm. Welcome. You give me a point for that. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Welcome to the suck. True. Uh, that is correct. Um, Steve Falk was the tagline for Jurassic Park an adventure 60 million years in the making see last one you had a number I was like well he's going to change one number and then you didn't this one I still I'm going to say you probably changed a number this time and I'm going to be wrong, but I'm going to say false. That is correct. It's oh. 65. 65. I knew it. 65. Oh, nice. Fucking you well fucking done. trickster. <laughs> Trixie. Trixie Todd. <laughs> ah, Trixie uh, Todd. Steve Skelton was the tagline for the Matrix. Reality is a thing of the past. False. No. That is true. It's true? Yep. Uh, that sounds false. It does sound like a terrible tagline from the Matrix. It Sometimes is. they have more than one tagline. It is. That's why I didn't change it. Because why would that be the tagline? Yeah, it doesn't make Matrix, any sense in the is. context of the story of the Matrix. No. Um, Steve Falk was the tagline for Men in Black 2, protecting the Earth from the scum of the universe. I feel like that's one. I'm going to say false. That is correct. You're uh, within one point of Skelton. Uh, all right, Skelton was the tagline for the Naked Gun from the brother of the director of Ghost. <laughs> True. That is false. It was a later yeah, movie. That was Naked Gun 33, 33 and a third, the yet. final insult. Steve Falk mm. was the tagline for A Nightmare on Elm Street. If Sydney doesn't wake up screaming, she won't wake up at all. Nightmare on Elm Street 1? Yes. Oh, Sydney. Sydney's the main character, right? God damn it. I'm going to say true. No, it's false. If Nancy doesn't win, oh Nancy, Nancy. got dogs. Sydney Nancy. was the one in Scream. Yeah, That's Neff yep, Campbell in yep, Scream. Yep, See, that yep. was a tricky, awful thing. Nancy, Steve Skelton, yes, yeah. was the tagline for Office Space. He's just not going to work anymore. True. False. Damn it. The tagline for Office Space was "Work sucks." Oh, Sick. Uh, Steve Falk mm. was the tagline for. Platoon, the first casualty of war is innocence. I'm say yes. That is correct. You were all tied up here. Uh, Steve Skelton. Yes. Was the tagline for Poltergeist 2, the other side, they're here. False. Correct. It is they're back. They're back. Steve Falk mm. was the tagline for Postcards from the Edge. Having a wonderful time. Wish you were here. 
False. Correct. It's having a wonderful time. Wish I were here. Uh, Steve Skelton. Give me a point. Oh, Jesus. yes. Sorry. Man, you uh, really keep an eye on him. Yeah, you do. It's You now are one point ahead. This is assuming he's given me all the points. Did I was you get your last point? I don't know. I'm only missing. See. I'm only. Did he missing. get the last one? Uh, did he get the last one? Yeah. The last point? Yeah. No, because he got it wrong. Didn't oh, okay he? then. Right, no, yeah. I got the last one. I was poltergeist. Yeah, he got. He oh, got okay. It. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Jesus, Todd. Sorry. I get. I got excited. Um, where was I? Oh, Scout. No one knows. Psycho, the original Psycho. Original was the uh, tagline, the classic story about a boy and his mother. False. That's correct. Oh, that's a remake. That yeah. tagline for the remake. Yes. Nice. Uh, Steve. You gave me my point, right? Yeah. Because now we have to I, I'm giving you your points. I've slowed myself down. I was just, there's so many. I was rushing. Uh, Whose fault is that? Well, plus you guys are being assholes this whole fucking time. We are. Quiz show. Yeah. A Falk. Is the tagline was the tagline sixty million people watching, but no one saw a thing. True. False. It's fifty million. Oh, uh, you change you the mother effer. <laughs> fucking number again. Fucking number. Piece of shit. Skeleton. No, I just apologize by taking back your fucking piece of shit. <laughs> number. How are we supposed to know fucking numbers, dummy? That's right. It's like in it's like that like that. It's not uh, an egregious chain number change. Do you guys oh. want to keep going or sure? Yeah. Steve Skelton. Yes. Was the tagline for the movie Redneck Zombies, their tobacco-chewing, gut-chomping, cannibal kinfolk from hell? Sure. Yeah, that's correct. Uh, that you don't fuck with? Come on. Uh, Steve Falk mm. was the tagline for Married to the Mob, Family Isn't a Word, It's a Sentence. Married to the Mob, Family Isn't a Word. I... That feels like a different movie. I'm going to say false. You are correct. Ooh. That is the Royal Tannenbaum's tagline. Oh. Steve Skelton. Yes. Was the tagline for Saving Private Ryan, the man is the mission? False. That's it correct. Is. The mission is a man. The mission is a man. Motherfucking yes. Nice. Lords around. Monday. <laughs> Real good. Real good. That was good, Skelton. Steve Falk. You deserve the win for this. <laughs> Steve Falk. No, I think we got like 30 more of these. Yeah. Steve Falk yeah. was the tagline for Saw 2. It's a trap. False. That's correct. The tagline was, right? oh, yes, there will be blood. Uh, Steve Skelton. Yes. Was the tagline for Scary Movie 4, Great Trilogies Come in Threes? <laughs> this is a trick question. I'm going to say true. Mm, false. Damn it. That was the tagline for Scary Movie 3. <laughs> Damn it. That's so unmaddening. Uh, Steve Falk was yeah. the tagline for Schindler's List, The List of Life. False. Well, that was true. What? A list of life? The list of life. The list of life? It's that not the li- I thought that was the list is life. Uh well, yeah. according to what I read, it was the list of life. Yeah. But if I I could have gotten well, bad I'm info. Gonna, I'm gonna actually look at I thought, that's you... a, I thought that was like Ben King's yeah, line. Give him the last the list one. Is life. All right. Uh the next one is uh Shaun of the Dead. Uh was the tagline skeleton a romantic comedy with zombies. False. No, that's true. Really? Yep. Because it's more of like it wasn't exactly. Well. Did you f- find Schindler's List? Yeah. Is it were you was uh, I put it I... in the list is life and it's Schindler's List. Okay, so you was got that, that point. Line? I stand corrected. Uh, it was. Uh, probably it was just... life saves the entire world. World, the list is absolutely good. The list is life. Okay. Yeah, that's the, that. Yeah, that's the that's Kingsley's line. Yeah. Definitely. Very good. Um, yeah, so I've given you that point. Like, uh, Steve Falk, back to you. Was the tagline for the movie Sicko, this might hurt a little? Yes. That is correct. Um, Steve Skelton. Yes. Was the tagline for Four Christmases, see our family and feel better about yours? Yes, true. False. That was Damn from it. the Simpsons movie. Uh, Steve Falk was the tagline for Spanking the Monkey, Say Hi to Mommy. I'm going to say false. That's correct. The tagline for Spanking the Monkey was Get a Grip on Yourself. Give me a point. Yes. I'm two ahead now. Uh, yes. 
Steve Skelton. Yes. Was the tagline for the stepfather, Daddy's home, and he's not very happy. I love that movie. I'm gonna say true on that one. That is correct. That movie's awesome. Who's that guy? Uh, is that is uh, that the guy from Lost? Yes. Yeah. Terry O'Quinn. Uh, yeah, Quinn, Terry O'Quinn. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. Steve Falk was the tagline for the Terminator, the thing that won't die in the nightmare that won't end. That's the Terminator. The original Terminator. False. That is true. Oh. Uh, Wait, it's true? Yeah, that is true. That's the tagline? Yeah, everybody thinks it's I'll Be Back, but that's when they re-released the Terminator. Mm-hmm. Um, Steve Skelton yeah. was the tagline for There's Something About Mary, Love is in the Air. No, false. That is correct. The actual tagline was Love is in the Hair. Ah, give, him a, give him a point. Yeah. Tied up. God damn it. Just Relax. Uh, Steve Falk was the tagline for This Is Spinal Tap does for rock and roll what the sound of music did for Hills. I'm going to say false. That is true. What? Really? Yeah. Steve Skelton was the tagline for the movie Black Sheep. If at first you don't succeed, lower your standards. False. That is correct. That is the tagline from Tommy Boy. <laughs> the other movie with Jeez. those two guys. Uh, Steve Falk was the tagline for the Toxic Avenger, the first superhero from New Jersey. Say true. That is correct. Uh, Tied up again. Steve Ooh. Skelton was the tagline for the Truman Show. On the air, unaware. I'm going to say true. That is correct. Oh, I thought that was Ed TV. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I forgot about Ed TV. But he knew it. No, he knew it. Steve Falk. (laughs) Yeah. Was the tagline for the movie Volcano, The Coast is Toast. Oh, boy. See, I feel like Todd would go, okay, I'm going to pick Dante's Peak for Volcano. But Dante's Peak was kind of a different movie. The Coast is Toast. Mother effer. I'm going to say false. No, is true. And if you think about it, Dante's Peak did not take place. Yeah, it was in Colorado coast, or man. something. Mm. Damn it. Uh, Steve Skelton, yeah. this is your last one. Oh, boy. Oh, no. Wayne's World 2. Was the tagline, you'll laugh, you'll cry, you will hurl. False. That is correct. Uh, That's the first one. Tagline from Wayne's World 1. I knew it. First one. First one. Uh, Finally, Falk. This is... (laughs) No, I'm I'm into it. I just can't win. Yeah, that's true. It's a foregone, foregone conclusion. Weekend at Bernie's was the tagline, a lively comedy about a guy who isn't. A lively comedy about a guy who isn't. He isn't lively? I'm going to say false. No, that's true. Oh, sounded it's weird. It's weekend at He's dead. Oh, I know, but it just sounded... I thought you would like change one fucking word. You uh, know? No, I didn't that time. Yeah. Uh, well, he just, he just that, does it sometimes. that was a very close game. That was fun. I, I, I apologize. For shits and giggles, uh, I had a tiebreaker. Yeah. Uh, and and this is the tiebreaker. First person to name the movie that this tagline is from would be the winner. Okay. Okay. Man is the warmest place to hide. Alien. No, you can guess as many times as you want. The bear. No. The bear. Man is the warmest place to hide. Virus. No. Um. Uh. Uh. uh slither. No. Alien three. No. Uh, leeches. No. Uh, uh, Alien two, Alien four. No, no. Resurrection. Any of the aliens. No, no. You're Pred- predator. No. Pred- predator versus alien. No. So the predators don't go. Ernst. Man, Man is the warmest name. place to hide. The hidden. No. Damn it. Um. Uh. Uh. I, I love you, Philip Morris. Because <laughs> he no. puts it part of his body in the. the... No. Uh, Empire Strikes Back. No. That's a tauntaun is the warmest place to hide. Ah, shit. Man is the warmest place uh, to hide. I'll give you a hint. It's my favorite movie of all time. Chud. No. 
Not my favorite bad movie of all time. Leprechaun. No. Leprechaun in the Hood. No, none of those Leprechaun movies are really good. <laughs> Your favorite good movie? Favorite. It's a great movie. Oh, it's The my, Thing. Yeah, John Carpenter's The Thing. John Carpenter's The Thing. Yeah, there you go. So that's it. Good game, you guys. I'm sorry about that uh, typo mistake that I had. Okay. Apologize. Now that those sad kids means it's time for the bottom five, I have the five worst places to watch movies. Uh, Any theater in New York City that took a small space that could barely fit one movie screen and that cut it into even smaller spaces, leaving very little room for actual movie screens. It used to drive me nuts in New York when I would go to movies and the screen was so tiny. You know, and, yeah. and and I was like, why am I not just watching this on television? I hated it. Those feel as threes like that, but I still like it. Well, there you know, there you go. Yeah. Uh, any streaming service experiencing frequent hiccups? <laughs> Can't stand that. Buffering. Yeah. Buffering. Buffering. Yeah. Oh, I was just into that movie and now I'm not. Uh, any multiplex with thin walls. So while you're watching a quiet movie about the Holocaust in one theater, the Transformers are making the walls vibrate. Like you would ever be in a Holocaust movie (laughs) when the Transformers movie is in the theaters. That's a good point. Well, unless it's a Transformers movie about the Holocaust. That's why I just go to the Transformers movies. Or it's a quiet moment in the Transformers and then all the Jews are yelling. Oh. I'm just, you know, I'm just saying. Shut, shut up, Jews. I'm oh. trying to watch my Transformers. The <laughs> Boof's <laughs> having a quiet moment with Fox. Uh, and then uh, Universal City Walk. Oh, yeah. uh, which is a multiplex that has a horrible uh, combination of tourists and locals who don't want to pay for babysitters, despite the fact that they're willing to pay $30 for parking. Yeah, it's a nightmare place to It's, it's the worst. Uh, and finally, any DVD released in improper aspect ratio <laughs> slash not enhanced for widescreen televisions. <laughs> Awful. And finally, so we can leave on a happy note, we've got a moment of positivity. And here, here it is. You guys, there are still movie theaters. Yeah. Despite everything, yeah. you can still go to the movies and it's still fun. And you can get away. You can get away and forget about your life. You can forget about your <laughs> life. <laughs> well, that's it. That's the podcast. We had ups and downs. We had drama. We had yellings. We, we had, had everything. We had talkings. Well, because because Todd, you were the quiz host. You weren't. You didn't get angry. I know. Well, I started to get angry because you guys got angry. <laughs> As a reflex. <laughs> Just can't help but get angry. I get it. Yeah. Uh, but it's been fun. I'd like to thank Steve Falk <laughs> and Steve Skelton. Yeah. Uh, I'm the host, Todd Anderson. As always, thank you, Adam Blau, for the wonderful music. Uh, we should have him on soon yeah, to talk movie stories. To podcast. Oh, and listen to his podcast, of course, which is called Rarified Air. Me, me and my daughter listen to it every weekend. It's very we delightful. Jam out to... Uh, some of the best library music ever recorded. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's awesome. I, I check it out. Uh, thank, 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 thanks to Crab Cake. Crab thanks Cake, Crab Cake, the cat, the cat for making those batting uh, at uh, things on string noise. <laughs> she wanted to eat my glasses. She hates my glasses. Doesn't like them. Crab so, Cake, Crab Cake, Crab Cake, Crab Cake. It's weird that the cat isn't oh, listening to us. Good. Crab Cake, what's up, Crab Cake? Tommy, here, Crab Cake, Crab Cake, Crab Cake, Crab Cake. You hate these. Crab Cake. Glasses. Yeah, there she is. All right, everybody. Good night. Good night.